0: Okay, so um got the recording started so that, as you know, if you've been part of the teleseminars, um, if you have registered for the teleseminar, you'll be getting an email from us in a, in a day or so with uh, ways to connect to the recording of the teleseminar. We now have many, we have three ways. One is the usual way uh, through the website and the other is through um SoundCloud or through uh iTunes. We now have uh the teleseminar on a podcast. Um so you'll be getting information about that in um in the next um couple of days or so when the recording's ready. Well, uh welcome and um once in a while, I, I do this, so I'm offering a bonus to people for this particular teleseminar, and I'll um, I'll, I'll describe the bonus about halfway through, um, a way to, um, um, to a way to make use of some um, free coaching on my part. But we'll talk about the offer uh, about halfway through today's teleseminar. So hang in there, we'll talk about a special offer. I do this. Maybe once or twice a year through teleseminars and um, through the teleseminar. So, we'll be talking about the offer um, about halfway through today's teleseminar. Well, again, welcome to all of you. Um, I'm going to talk for uh, about half the time, till maybe around 30 minutes or so, mm-hmm. and hopefully I I, uh, I have enough to fill that time. And then I want to open it up to hear from all of you because the purpose uh, since the beginning of the teleseminars was kind of hold it like we do over here in the uh, states, uh, United States is a town hall meeting where people can be free to express their um, experiences of the principles or ask questions or share what they're getting from today's teleseminar. So uh, a lot going on today and uh, I'll check in with all of that Um, after I finish some of the presentation, I want to talk with you about today. So, um, today we're talking about uh, self-esteem and that you already have it. And I want to make a couple of points about self-esteem because it's a big one, you know, for people. Um, And uh, you hear about it a lot in education, about developing program early on in children's lives so that they can develop a positive self-esteem. And uh, so I I just want to share with you um, my thinking on that. Remember, it's my thinking on it. You may find your own insights as you understand more uh, for yourself about what Sydney Banks has taught us. But the first thing that, the first point I want to make is that self-esteem is really a myth. Um, If you really looked at what you truly are, uh, from what the principles point us toward, there really isn't any self there uh, to esteem in a way. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're this pure spiritual energy that is mind. We're all a part of that energy that is mind. We're all a part of mind, and mind is manifesting in the physical form moment to moment. So that's you. Um, that's the formation of that energy in terms of the physical form you are. And in thoughts, it's the reality of the experience you're having moment to moment, including the experience you're having about what you're calling yourself. But if you really looked at it, um, there really isn't a solid self. It does, there's no way that a solid self of us really exists. Uh, they're just kind of thoughts about Um, who we are or who we might be or, you know, who we think we are, really. I mean, we do exist. I mean, we're in physical form. We have a name. We do move about in life and so forth. But thinking about ourselves, there really isn't this kind of solid self. I talk a lot about it in terms of we're not really a personality. Uh, We're not, see, this energy can't be fixed. Um, it's dynamic. It's for, forever evolving. So Sid always tells us there's infinite levels of consciousness. So um, there's no way that you could be fixed at any one level. Um, so there isn't anything like a personality. There there are things that you may habitually think about yourself and do, like maybe you're a worrier or maybe you're um, you have a lot of low mood thinking or maybe you're a, an angry person or a joyful person and, and you kind of think that's your personality or people kind of describe you as that kind of personality. And we have a lot of measures about that, a lot of scales that um, measure people in the mental health field and in life coaching. Um, but really what they're measuring is just the level of consciousness you now live in. And uh, again, as Sid has pointed out to us, there are infinite levels of understanding. And really, once you get an insight into the nature of your of of um, being part of these principles, when you get an insight or realization, you're different. So I have seen through my career and even in my own life, uh, human beings move from a certain way of living in life through thought whether they're a worrier or an angry person, and get insight into the nature of the principles and become calm, peaceful, loving. Um, so, so, uh, so the first point is when we look at self-esteem, start reflecting on the fact that there isn't really a self there. There's just thoughts you have that are, kind of look like there's some, there's some kind of self somewhere within you. Um, and this took me a while to really get a handle on because I was raised um, thinking that, you know, I was this person and that's the way I would be. And then my training in psychology taught me that there there are these personalities that exist. And most of the time, except some, maybe some minor changes, they're, they're static. People will be like that. Uh, for the remainder of our lives. So the be- beautiful blessings of what Sid taught us is, is that that's really nonsense. Uh, at any moment, you can have an insight, you can gain knowledge from this um, um, spiritual energy that, that you are that allows you to transcend what you think you are. So something to reflect on um, around uh, the idea of, of self-esteem. So, if people are talking about self-esteem, what do you? What are they talking about? Well, I think what they're talking about is the deeper feelings uh, that mind manifests, that that deep feelings of love and understanding that Sid always points us to. I've shared this on other teleseminars that um, at times Sid gets a little more practical um, in his teachings, and and always and always. Um, guides us toward looking to love and understanding. And that's what I think people are talking about with self-esteem, is people finding that deep essence of what we are. I don't think people are saying that you're finding your deep essence. I think they're just looking that people find uh, these these better feelings about so-called themselves. Huh? And Sid also talks about it being contentment. Um, I did a, a, a webinar last month for the Mental Health um, uh, Community of Interest for the Three Principles Global Community on mental health being contentment. That's what I heard from Sid, and it really, really made sense. Now, if you look at that feeling, the love and understanding or contentment, if you're really in a moment of that feeling, in that moment, if you looked around, you weren't really thinking about yourself. I mean, you weren't really... I, when I'm in those moments of those pure feelings, um, um, I'm not thinking about Mark Howard. In a way, in a way, I just am filled with these loving feelings and I don't have a sense of me being around. I know I don't mean that I am a spirit or anything. I just mean there's... There's this um, level of, of consciousness when you touch contentment and love and understanding where you really move away from thinking about yourself. And I think that's the self-esteem everybody's looking for when they talk about self-esteem. Because when you are in those feelings, what manifests from those feelings are gratitude uh, appreciation, respect, all these different forms that this um, spiritual energy can manifest in through thought. So uh, when people are looking at self-esteem, they're kind of looking at a state where people uh, appreciate themselves, um, are at peace with themselves, accept themselves, um, and so forth. And um, I think all of those attributes that people are looking for when they talk about self-esteem are really the manifestation of being part of mind. And so what I want you to, to see is that although there isn't really a form of self, I mean, there is you that does things and thinks and moves about and so forth, but there isn't kind of a static self. And... And what what people are looking for are the deeper uh, feelings that we are all a part of, the being that we're a part of mind. And again, in those feelings, um, there really isn't a feeling when you're in that moment of those feelings of, of of you. There's just being in in these deep wonderful feelings, and they get manifested in different ways. That I think people um, talk about in terms of having self-esteem. So I think that's what people are looking for. I don't know that people are really would say they're looking for contentment. I think they're looking probably for the manifestations of this deep feeling that Sid calls contentment or love and understanding, the manifestations of appreciating yourself, having respect for yourself, being grateful for being around, those kinds of things. But there's something that brings those around, that, that thinking about ourselves around, and that is um, uh, that is kind of getting to a place within that we would call a, a contentment or, or love and understanding. That's the true um, essence that I think we're all looking for. Sid really says that's what we're looking for. Um, in one of his tapes I've been listening to, he talks about us coming to life and playing this game of life to find our true nature, to find feelings of love and understanding. So I think that's what people mean by self-esteem. And the reason it's so in, in awareness these days is because there are ways that we can... Um, move ourselves away from uh self esteem. And so one of the biggies is um thinking about ourselves. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, it it's just how ha- you know, evaluating ourselves, uh looking at ourselves in a day and asking, How am how am I doing, you know, or how did I do? Those uh questions uh will invariably lead us to uh, away from this pure feeling of self-esteem that, I, that I'm presenting to you today. And it usually leads, not all the time, but it usually leads people to a place of being vulnerable to self-criticism or comparison or um, judgments, um, usually toward some expectations they have about themselves and how they should be in life. And, uh, boy, man, once you go there, um, you're going to move away from these these deeper feelings or this level of understanding or this level of consciousness that brings us the feelings we're looking for when we talk about self-esteem. But I don't know about you, but, you know, I guess I was taught that at an early age because I can't remember times when I didn't. Have thoughts about how I'm doing, whether it was in grades, at school, in an early life, or anything else that, you know, you can kind of take a look at yourself with. I think one of the biggies is comparisons. And um, where I've seen it um, in my uh, mental health practice and in my life coaching practice over the years, the people that have set up expectations of how they should be in a relationship, or how they should be on the job, or what they should have in their lives—all these kinds of expectations that are, most of the time, uh, not humanly possible. They're—they they're, kind of um, are beyond what um, might make sense for this person living life. And it's that comparison to those expectations that make people feel like they've lost self-esteem or don't have self-esteem. And it leads them into habits of self-criticism. And again, because of thought and consciousness and the power of that, people come in to see me believing that and feeling pretty badly and talk about a lack of self-worth, which again is a myth because you are complete uh, self-worth. You know, you it, it, you know, when we look at us being part of mine and what we just talked about before about contentment and love and understand, you are completely worthy. And again, that woke me up when I heard Sid say that in a different way. Um, he said, "No, no one. You are holy, and no one is any more holy than anyone else." And that just woke me up around. Um, there's no issue of self worth. You're holy. You're another, in other words, you're okay. In other words, uh, you're perfect. Um, in other ways of describing it, you're a beautiful being alive in life, uh, here to enjoy life. So once I heard Sid say that, I just, gave me this feeling that, oh my God, I just let go of any a measure of myself. Because you're already everything you're looking for. You're already all the worth that you can be. So these terms of self worth, self image, self esteem, you could see their myths. Uh, innocently we create them and they're in the consciousness of the world. You hear them all the time. But they're not in, they don't exist. They only exist and a certain level of consciousness and a certain quality of thinking we're having because we already have everything that that describes. We already have all the worth that people are looking for. And it's only when we begin to evaluate how we're doing in life that we can be vulnerable to thinking we're less than, you see, less than. And so, be careful. <laughs> you know, when you look at yourself in the day and look at how did I do today? How you know? Um, I even see that in the Three Principles community and the people I'm mentoring and coaching, who want to bring the principles into their practice or get get more impactful in sharing the principles. There's a lot of comparisons, and um, and and there's and there's a lot to there's a lot out there where you you can be vulnerable to comparing yourself uh, to other people because there's so many videos now and uh, webinars, podcasts, three principles movies has a host of ways that you can listen to three principles people and begin to compare yourself. I mean, I've been vulnerable to that. And but when I've done it, I felt bad about uh, for a moment I felt bad because thinking, oh man, I don't can't teach the way so and so does. And the minute you do that, you're um you're vulnerable to thinking less of yourself. Now, I'm not saying that you could see somebody's way of teaching and and admire it and wish to evolve to that teaching. That's great. As long as you don't um look at it in terms of um comparisons uh, or evaluations of your level of teaching. I always tell people, no matter what you've seen about the principles, the minute you share from your true understanding in the moment of what you have seen, you're as impactful as any teacher because you're right in the spirit of, um, of that spiritual energy. You're not really coming from your intellect. So what can take people away from the feeling of well-being or the feeling of what people are looking for when they talk about self-esteem is uh, self is evaluating yourself, is thinking you need to know more even. Because you see, in that feeling that I think, anyhow, this is just my thinking about it from years of listening to Sid point to contentment, and looking at that for myself, and having moments of it, when you're deeply in that moment of contentment, Sid says it's satisfaction. You're really you don't think you need more. In that true moment, that true moment of that feeling of contentment uh, or love, unconditional love, for example, there isn't a thought that uh, you're lacking anything or need more. So when we get vulnerable to thinking about ourselves in comparisons or evaluating our behaviors and so forth, um, we can move away from that feeling and think uh, we don't have enough. Um, Or, you know, we get into how we limit ourselves from... uh, by comparisons or evaluations and so forth. Once again, though, it's not to say that you've noticed something that you can get better at. It's the feeling you're having or the thinking you're having while you look at yourself. Most times for people, until they get some insights into their true nature or through the principles, uh, look at themselves uh, and evaluate themselves in ways in which they start to feel um, they need more or or they're lacking something. But in the true essence of of what we are, there isn't a thought of lacking or of needing more. And this has really helped me in sharing it with people First of all, uh, in the addictions field, because I worked a lot in that field. And um, when people were able to really get a movement into this pure contentment, they started to live beyond needing to use anything. Uh, Because really what everyone's looking for is this feeling. And um, if you don't have a clue that you already have it, that, that because you are the spiritual energy we call mind, you already are in that feeling of love and understanding you're looking for. People tend to search for it outside of themselves because when they do self-evaluation, they don't have it. They lack it. Um, but contentment, uh, that true feeling, really heals everything. It, it not only helps people with Uh, addictions or or compulsive habits, it helps in all areas of life because we come back to our true nature, that being the energy of mind. So, um, finally, I just, again, want to reiterate that uh, we are just simply looking at ourselves through a, a level of consciousness to a level of understanding. And um, when people look at themselves thinking they're a personality, um, they're at a certain level of understanding that makes them think about themselves to be fixed in a certain way. But once they realize uh, or have a, uh, excuse me, have an insight from, from the principles and raise a level of consciousness, they look at themselves completely differently. They're living in a different quality of thinking and a different quality of feeling. And as Sid says, there's no end to the knowledge. There's no end to uh, the levels of understanding you can reach. So although when I hear that, it kind of feels like, oh my goodness, you know, it's like I can't get my head around there being no end to um, knowledge or a level of consciousness, particularly, you know, as I said before, when I look at the level I'm on, you know, and it's like, oh my God, there's infinite levels. I've got some ways to go, but I love that because it brings peace of peace to me. It brings peace to me to know that there's more to see. And so I just stay reflective about it and and see, and I keep listening and reading Sidney Banks' works, which are really presented. He presented his works in ways that wake up more knowledge for us. I'll never forget a seminar he did in uh, British Columbia, and um, he talked about that we come into life at certain levels of consciousness. And he said, even twins, identical twins, come in at different levels of consciousness. And I thought, oh my goodness, you know, um, that's the answer, explanation to all of the twin studies that are out there about genetics, that levels of consciousness trump genetics. And I was raised with uh, identical twin sisters. They're still alive. And... um, even though they were the same biologically and had very, very similar attributes, they they looked alike, of course. They were different right from the get go, at least as far as I can remember them when we were kids. They were different, uh they were different. One was more carefree, the other was more serious. So that's their level of consciousness. And it just Opened my eyes to the fact that um, it's it's beautiful that we've just come into the world at a level of consciousness that's where we're operating from, and that there's this potential to uh, to have to, to raise your level, to begin through insights and realization, learning um, our levels of consciousness rise, and there's this knowledge to gain about our true nature as LC and Chip, Chipman talked about the true nature of love and understanding of contentment, of pure uh, self-esteem, right? Um, And so that's the beauty of, for me, Sid's teachings that helped me with this whole idea of self-esteem or personality. They only exist at a certain level of consciousness. As Mm -hmm. we raise our level of consciousness, we're different people i mean we're always moving to more positive so if you're wondering is, is this insight right for me or you know is this realization right for me it must always be a it must always move toward positive because it's more uh, um kind of a i don't know it's not quite this way but kind of a breakthrough of more of this love and understanding that we are a part of so um i hope this was helpful to you um, and um, uh, made sense for you. Uh, I want to check in with you in a couple of minutes, but I want to stop for a minute because in the beginning of the teleseminar, I, seminar, I mentioned that I had an offer for everyone, and I do this uh, twice a, a year through the teleseminars. So the offer is this bonus of um, anybody on the teleseminar or listening to this particular teleseminar, uh, I'm offering a free uh, one-hour coaching session with Mia on any issue. So that's an offer for you to, if you want to take advantage of it, you can. And the reason is is because I just love being able to share this understanding. And I love um, people who have taken the time to be part of my teleseminars and listen to the recordings. And I just want to give a little back and I do this. I don't do it often, but I do do it uh, maybe twice a year on the teleseminars. So I'm offering for anyone a free, um, a one hour coaching session with me. How do you, how do you connect for that? Well, you just need to send me an email and then we'll work out times together. And I want you to send an email to uh, this email address, uh, Dr. Mark Howard, so D-R, the abbreviation for doctor, D-R, Mark Howard, M-A-R-K-H-O-W-A-R-D, all one together, at Comcast, C-O-M-C-A-S-T, Comcast.net. So um, uh, send me an email, and we'll talk about, Uh, how we'll we'll schedule together uh, this session. And uh, anybody who has downloaded the recording and has heard it, you're welcome to do the same. So I just want to give that to people who have taken time to be part of my seminars. And, um, again, it's just something um, I just love to be a part of. And so sometimes I'll just share uh, together with you, um, just for free. So hopefully if that fits, uh, something you care to do, just drop me an email and we'll get, we'll arrange a time to do it. All right. So how about today's teleseminar? Um, I'm gonna just want to check in with you and see if it's making sense to you. Um, if you have any questions about the teleseminar topic. Um, or if there's anything about your understanding of the principles you'd like to share with us. If you want to share, and I really encourage you to share, just hit star two um, on your keypad there, star two, and I will see that you want to share, and I'll open up the mic for you. Um, Again, this is part of the... Purpose of the teleseminars is to really just get input from all of us, not just me. And um, it's really a valuable piece. If some of you have heard the past teleseminars, you can hear that when people share, there's a beautiful feeling that we get to. And um, there's no right or wrong about sharing. It's just it would be beautiful to hear from you. So. Anybody have any questions about today's uh, topic, or anything that kind of made sense to them that they'd like to share? Um, just hit start too, and um, we'll um, get going. Okay, there's someone. It looks like it's someone from from London. I don't have a name.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Trevor. Actually, Mark, can you hear me?
0: Oh, hi, Trevor. Hi.
1: Hi, Mark. It's yeah, really, really nice to be you. here I tonight.
0: Can... Oh, great. Yeah, welcome.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't been on your your um, tele-seminar for ages. I really miss it. So um, I made an effort today.
0: <laughs> oh, great. I'm glad you did.
1: Um, What's up? I, I wanted to... uh I, w- I wanted to. Uh, I, I, my understanding in the three principles has been deepening recently, and I've been sharing it with people. But then um, something happened with someone who, sort of, um, it was a, a an ex-girlfriend, and she sort of criticised my personality quite heavily, and and um, and sort of said, oh, you know, this is just another business you're going to fail at, and all this sort of stuff, and. And I sort of walked away, and I was like, okay, and I was like, yeah, cool. All right, well, I've got like a self-correcting psychological mechanism. This will, this will be fine <laughs> until this morning. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, yeah. That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah, and then, and, then, and then I woke up, and I was like, oh, my God. It was like my system had shut down. It was, uh, oh. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to eat. Um. I just felt like, you know, I, I get, I get that there was a lot of thought clouding my well-being at that time and for most of the day, but I couldn't pinpoint any of the thoughts. It was just like a blanket that came down over me, and um, I found it scary because of uh, what what occurred to me. And I know this isn't wisdom, but sometimes it seems really real. I'm just saying this from my heart. Is that it, the, the little time that I spend in in what you might call my innate well-being or my health? Um, it seems like my psyche wants to switch back to the old way, like as that as as if that is the default. You know, like so this sort of shutting down and angry at circumstances and and just getting stuck and giving up, you know, um, it's really, I know it's convincing, it's really real, I mean, and, and I and I get headaches and my whole body hurts and I'm like, I don't know what to do and then I think, oh my God, you want to share this stuff, <laughs> what's wrong with you? So, um, yeah, I mean, like, should I tell you what I see in the three principles, that might help, I guess,
0: um, okay.
1: I mean, I just... I just feel, um, like I will come out of it. I never used to feel like I will come out of it.
0: Right, right.
1: But I genuinely do believe that I will come out of it. And sometimes I come out really quickly, and sometimes it's a little bit longer. Um... Yeah, and that, and that gives me a lot of hope, and that's what I share with people, really, I suppose. However, today, well, <laughs> scratch, yeah. scratch that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, well, Trevor, you kind—I'm of, glad you did share that extra piece because I think that's the hope of the understanding of the principles. You know, uh, that um, we can somehow recognize where you got caught up in kind of a low level of thinking or whatever, and that that um, it isn't persistent. I think that's one of the hopeful messages of the principles, that our um, kind of old way of thinking about life isn't persistent like it used to be. And uh, you took quite a knock from somebody kind of uh, venting yeah. on you about, about not being successful. And again, I think for today's theme, that's where people come up with uh, losing the feeling of their own self-confidence or self-esteem is that they begin to um, think that they are a certain way. Uh, And so like she said to you, uh, it's like everything else you've been into, right? Right. And so you start yeah. comparing yourself to that or thinking about yourself like that. And it looks like yeah. that's solid. Your old way is solid. You'll always be that way, but that isn't, that, that's the farthest from the truth. Mm. So, you know, I think those were, those may have been, um, hurtful uh, messages for you. And it may have hit your vulnerability to think about yourself this way too. And it just woke that up for you. And that's probably why it feels like there's this blanket over you today. Um, but that's all that's happened is, um, it, you know, is kind of like getting into some vulnerable ways of thinking about yourself in life and in trying to create a business out of the principles. Uh But yeah. you're not that. You're not that, as we talked about today. Uh yeah. It it doesn't matter how often you've been that way. You're not that. It's just that was a level of consciousness you lived in. And as you gained insights, it looks like, through the principles, you have opportunities at times to think beyond, beyond that old way. Like you just shared with me, you had the feeling of hope that you can come out of this, that you will come out of this. And when you come out of this, you'll be at a higher level of consciousness. So when you're here um you know when you're here you just want to be graceful about it. Don't mm. don't add to it, you know. Like like don't be like there's a saying of being a bull in a china shop. Don't not do not engage every thinking that comes to your mind here. Just kind of be graceful, hold yourself lightly, and go toward the hope of um uh uh of, like, transcending this. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to talk more about it, you can take me up on that free coaching hour, and we can kind of look into this more.
1: Yeah, cool.
0: That'd be great. Just just email me, Trevor. Yeah. Just email me. Okay, man. And we can talk a little more about this. But thanks so much, and I think, thanks so much for sharing what you know that that hope that um mm.
1: that
0: you, that this will shift. I love that I forgot how oh the self correcting mechanism. I love that. Mm. That's a beautiful way of looking at um us getting our our understanding back. So thanks Trevor yeah. and email me if you feel like talking more.
1: Yeah, thanks Mark. Cheers.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm glad you were on the call. Me too. Um Anybody else? Um, just hit Star2. if anybody else would like to share with us today or have a question from um, today's topic, or just want to share in general about your understanding of the principles. Um, again, hit Star 2, and I'll see that and welcome you on board. I always say this, I have, excuse me, oh, I'm sorry. I uh, did a a four-session program for people teaching the principles in groups. And I always said, if you want a a group of people to be quiet, just ask them to, uh, you know, to share. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Again, I would love to hear from you. Um, uh, Anybody else want to share today? Have a question. Just say hi. We've got a lot of people joining us on these teleseminars. I know there's a lot more wisdom out there than just mine. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, I hope you heard again, a bit of it again when I, when we talk, when Trevor and I talk that, you want to just be reflective that uh, even though you may have had consistent ways in the past and um, people point out your consistent ways, that doesn't mean that's who you are. Um, And all it takes is a a moment of this knowledge uh, that contains within the intelligence of this spiritual energy and um, it can bring us to a level of consciousness where we're different. Um, once again, you know, from this understanding, I've had things pointed out to me. Excuse me, that with this understanding, um, I just kind of took, rather than in a critical way. Although it didn't feel good, right? When, you know, when you really get close to home, and somebody points something out to you, it doesn't really feel good. <laughs> Uh, you know, I wasn't like jumping up and down, thank you, thank you for pointing out that, you know, that uh, kind of, um, um, I don't know what to say, that aspect of me. Um, but quickly I, I can just kind of look at it as a time to learn now, a time to kind of uh, live beyond that that way, to try to see something with understanding that I could um I could rise above the way I usually think about a certain aspect of myself in life. And that's the hope, again, of these principles, that you're not wedded to a personality. You're not wedded to um, acting in life in in, in uh, whatever way you kind of describe yourself as acting. I mean, even if it's positive, even if it's positive, there's more to see. Don't get hooked into... Um, just kind of looking at yourself at a at, as a certain way uh, because there again like Sid said, there's infinite ways of of understanding that bring us to higher uh, ways higher deeper levels of understanding the nature of life and our own nature i mean you just see it in Sid himself, you know that uh, the the possibility i think that's one of the things that really really kind of opened opened me up to just learning from him. And if you look at him as he described himself, you know, a person with minimal education, very insecure, um, very doubtful about himself, all of a sudden he's talking in front of uh, mental health professionals. He's at universities giving talks. And it's like, where did that come from? Well, it came from the manifestation of what we truly are and bringing in knowledge at higher levels of consciousness than the kind of personality Sid thought he was and the, and the kind of personality the people around him thought he was. So, so even no matter what level you're at or whatever you, way you describe yourself, don't get wedded to that being who you are. I mean, it's nice if you've moved in positive directions, for sure. Um, But don't start thinking about yourself as that way because it kind of limits yourself, too. Um, George Pransky uh, shared this um, years ago about even if you think, you know, you've come on to be a person where you're more generous now in your life, and if you think that's how you should be, a personality, right? <clears throat> that you should be a generous person. Well, there are times in life you may not want to be generous. But if you have the expectation that now this is your personality, then uh, you feel bad if you don't want to be generous. You see? So don't, so I guess what I'm saying here, I don't mean it as a prescription, it's just a way to try to describe something I'm seeing right now, and that is always be open to um, evolving and not staying with descriptions of yourself Um, because there's always more to see and you want to, to just live your life, live your life as you're thinking today and be okay with that. You see, even with Trevor, living his life not feeling good but being okay with that and not making anything of it. The minute we start to make something of it that we should be better than we are right now, uh, we're in trouble, Mm. me too. So the principles give us this beautiful hope that we can see that, that we can see we're giving ourselves a hard time for not being in the state of mind we wanna be in, uh, you see. and being able to see that that's what we're doing protects us. It protects us as, um, Trevor said of getting caught up in his old way of thinking about himself. Well, somebody just raised their hand. I've got as a name, I've got, uh, Darren. Is, is that who it is? In Florida? Hello?
2: Sorry, I was muted. There I am, Darren Cagle in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay, Darren. Um, well, great. Uh, you took a quick flight because I have you in Florida for the beginning <laughs> of our talk. You know what? I came back to <laughs> so, Los, I
2: came back to Los Angeles and kept my number because it was too hard to oh, start a new number.
0: And you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, welcome, Darren. What's up?
2: Thank you. So here's my question. I'm I'm really intrigued and and, and grateful that you've worked in addiction because uh, I also work in addiction and it's really hard sometimes to teach the principles to someone who is so deep in suffering. And especially when I work with families where one of the family members is on their fourth relapse, they're on their second or third, maybe fourth rehab or round of rehab treatment the whole family has been deeply affected trust has been broken um it, you know it, it, it kind of rips up the whole family and then I, I i work with the clients and they there's a lot of shame they don't want to feel this yeah. way and it's really yeah, yeah. i find myself sometimes it's it's uh, it's i just find myself not able to ex- explain or teach those principles i either either they're they're so deep in it or um, not able to hear that and they are deeply suffering and in pain and they're not okay with where they are. <laughs> I try to explain, mm-hmm. well, yeah. you know, that's that's part of the wholeness. And uh, I just wondered if you had any uh, insight or advice on that or um, if you've encountered that, you know, with addiction clients.
0: Well, yes, I have. I've, I've encountered all that you described. And um, I think that, um, that uh, people are suffering in the way that they're experiencing the addiction in, in their family and with the family member. And I think you're right. I think a person who may have had numerous relapses and tries at treatment can get into really the kind of topic we're talking about today, Darren, around being very uh, critical of themselves, you know, uh, really thinking about themselves in a bad way. And, um, mm. and uh, again, the hopelessness that comes from that. So what I try to do is keep my bearings in that and uh, appreciate the suffering they may be in, but I don't want to buy into the suffering myself because they want to hear the hope that the principles can provide. So I may try to look for times when I can say something about, uh, with a lot of permission, you know, have a lot of permission Mm -hmm. to share a bit, because um, when people have been up against this uh, numerous times, um, you need permission to be able to tell them something different. Then you know, tell them it's something about maybe the way they're looking at it. So usually I'll have a, I'll ask for a lot of permission. With let's say the person who's who's in addiction, uh, uh, can I share with them some some other way of looking at themselves? You know, can I? Is it okay with them if I uh, share something that might be helpful? And I, and I and then I'll talk with them about how um, the way they're using this beautiful if they have to think they're they're using it in a in a way that um is causing them to feel really badly about themselves do they want to talk about that um, or I'll mm-hmm. share something about how i understood how um uh the, the, the feelings i'm having are really coming from the the way i'm using my thinking or the way you know that there's some understanding here that can really help them rise above their suffering right now and um so so i'll talk a bit there uh, i won't really share all of the principles i'll just talk there a bit about what i've seen about how thinking works and right. um there's a you know and maybe too i might speak to even though it looks like that doesn't exist um health and well-being is within them right now what they're looking for through their addictions is something that exists within them now. The feeling of um, peace of mind and well being and uh, the feeling of being a good person is in them right now, even though they can't see it. And uh, are they open to talking with me so we can find a way for them to see it for themselves? Mm-hmm. So, so maybe, uh, so that's where I will usually go with people and then I will invite them. Can we talk about it? Mm-hmm. And I'll, you know, and I'll talk about it from here's what I've seen. Here's how it's helped me. Um, and I want that for you. Um, so as I get in conversation with either the family, um, or with the person who's suffering from the addiction, um, I'll, I'll, I'll try to see if they want to be in conversation with me, but I'll, I'll try to have the conversation um, be about what I know about these principles,
2: mm-hmm. just
0: what I know, just what I know, and how the way they're describing themselves right now is what's producing the suffering. doesn't matter what they've done. It doesn't matter if this is their 20th relapse. Um, they're here now, so maybe there's a way um, I and them, you know, I might say there's a way for you and I to talk where you can start to see yourself beyond this picture. You're just painting with your thinking.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So so I'll, I'll try to just have conversations around that and get permission to talk with them about it that way. Does that help?
2: Oh, that's that's super. I, I can already see. You know, I, I can just just listening to you. I can already feel myself opening up. <laughs> and 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 uh, I could see where they would do that. So it sounds like slowing down and the permission, like you said, is is so yeah. powerful. And the small steps.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes, slowing down. Yeah, and um, appreciating the human condition they're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, not trying to change their human condition, really. But slowing down, Darren, yeah, that that's big mm-hmm. time. Uh, you too, Darren, you know, if you want to pick me up at some point around this hour uh, of free coaching around this, we can talk more. Um, so let me know if that would be something you're interested in. But thank you so much, Darren, for for sharing today.
2: Thank you, Mark. I'll definitely take you up on that.
0: Thanks. Okay, Darren, Thank you for being here and and for sharing, okay, folks. Well, it's coming to a time where we're closing for this teleseminar. Um I hope it was helpful to you, and um you'll all get a link to different ways you can you can connect to the recording in the next couple of days. As some of you may know, there are now three ways to listen to this recording or download it. And I'm really happy with that, that we now have it on iTunes. Um, And if other people in your life are interested, you could always send them to my website, um, www.3principlesinstitute.org and have them tap on the teleseminar tab and they can listen to all of the past tele-seminars, including today's. And uh, once again, uh, I don't do this often, but I'm making an offer of an hour of free life coaching if you would like that with me. And just email me at drmarkhoward at comcast.net. Well, again, so wonderful to have all of you on the teleseminar seminar here in person. And those of you who listen to it, um, it's it's in the hundreds of people that are listening to it. So I'm really happy that it's uh, of service to people. All right. Have a good month, and uh, we'll see you all back here, same back channel, same bat time <laughs> uh, in March. All right. Take care, everybody, and um, thanks for being on board today. Bye.